Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, glad you're here. Oh, is this the podcast? No, no, this isn't the podcast. The podcast is about to start. I'm just, you know, welcoming you. Nice to see you. You look well. All right, podcast is coming up. What's up, you guys? It's Kenyo here. Wanted to talk to you about the hoverboard modifications. A bunch of people have been asking me to talk more about them and explain more about them, and uh, it's a little bit easier to do here than in uh, definitely on TikTok, um, where you know most of my videos are less than 14 seconds because that's what's better for TikTok. And um, yeah, I like replying to comments, but honestly, there's just like too many of them. Like um, super cool people leaving comments. Um, awesome people. And, uh, you know, shout out to all you guys. I love you. Thank you so much. I really do. Like, I'm like, it's awesome, but let's get into the hoverboard. Um, so basically if you know anything about me, I'm, I'm into technology. You can read all about how I think and stuff like that. Get the book times library. Um, it's by me. You can get it on Kenya.org. Um, it's my book of science that I published as poetry, but those were, those my journal from when I was really young and just, the ideas and the way I used to write them there, and that's where that's how I think anyway. So to sum all that up, but when it comes to my decision to get into the hoverboard, it was just like, yo, like I think this is a really cool thing that a lot of people are thinking about. So why the freak not? Was basically the idea, and I really, you know, it's kind of weird. I'm not actually entirely sure why I went so in on the idea of the hoverboard because I do a lot of different stuff and when I made the first video it wasn't anything super serious to me but it was just like you know um I'm gonna dive into these hoverboard modifications you can go see the first video it's on YouTube and stuff like that uh and and stuff like that literally it's on IGTV I believe and also on TikTok but um it's on my website if you go to the hoverboard page, you can see the first like 10 videos or whatever. Um, and I don't remember what kind of got me going on that specific day other than I know I had been thinking ultimately about the idea of myself as an inventor and as a scientist. And, you know, a lot of the things that I've built have been about sustainability, generating excitement, generating communication, being able to distribute independently and um, I just sort of had the realization that you know one of the things that you love to do you know some of these things are are going great and you know there's revenue streams all over the place but you know um, for me I've always been an inventor you know it's it's one of my favorite things to be it's, uh, you know to to think about surely it's it's why uh, it's closely tied to my love of science um, and even art, you know, you, you think about someone like Leonardo da Vinci, what was really going on there? You know, we, we call these people extraordinary, almost as if to exclude ourselves from ever being amongst them. Um, and I think that that is how we all live. It's just, you know, how do those characteristics become nurtured? The painting, all these things. And um, ultimately, they are nurtured by the bearer because it is going to be the bearer's decision to whether he will drop 
um, them when times get tough, you know? It's very interesting that we give up on our dreams when times are hard, when it takes nothing to hold on to dreams. But it is all the more devastating to our egos to continue dreaming in the midst of devastation. And that I understand. And um, it humbles me, you know, at the reality of devastation. And it invigorates me that I should do what I can do with what I can do. And so, um, you know, I thank God for for really completing my life without Jesus and his presence in my life. I don't think I would be whole enough to engage in anything, truthfully. But as it is, um, when I think about concepts such as the hoverboard and even the way we use language around such concepts, I think sometimes that we... Um, put these things on very high pedestals. So, to stop all that right now, we gotta get into the real hoverboard segment. I like to sing every now and then, randomly, you know, just to um, create delineation between segments. Okay, I'm gonna pause and I'll be right back. Hello there. Okay, welcome back. Um, so let's get into the hoverboard. Um, right now I'm trying a fleet of different modifications. The first thing I ever tried was um, an iteration on the lifter, which is the slider, the, the vertical incline on the front portion, which allows the um, board to go up different obstacles. Since then, I've made it very much more complicated, and I think I will eventually simplify it. But the concept is quite simple. Uh, maximizing the opportunity and the space, um, creating something that will allow for gliding upon impact. And I haven't even come close to peak efficiency, but I am testing some very useful um, iterations right now, and I'm enjoying them. And and um, so, you know, what I call the lifter and what I've made uh, available in the modifications kit is the is is the lifter and the glider. So the lifter was the first thing that I ever tested, and um, you know after seven years, so test couple weeks. You know it's it's at a certain level, um, and um, that was the first thing that I tested. And then I went into some variations um, around the concepts of the bumps, which you can see also in the prototypes. I was thinking about using a gelatin in the front of the board. I've almost entirely left that behind, um, mostly because I'm finding that the uh, obstruction of that element um, acts almost like the trucks themselves. And the only way that it could be useful is if there was some sort of highly viscous gelatin um, uh, or highly reactionary, highly rubbery gelatin, um, which I don't currently have available. I'm still using the tennis balls just to test different angulations to see um, where a bump might be beneficial, but you have to think about the fact that you're going over any kind of terrain, you know, and so what you want to do is something where you can maximize an angle. If I was to do a rubbery substance, it would probably still be um, around the same angle as what I'm using right now. And then at the same time, it would still have to be highly viscous because 
we're really talking about is the, the change of levels. Um, and that, because of gravity, requires energy. And the easiest path of energy is going to be a straight line no matter what. And so the angled um, front um, with wax on it is probably the best thing you could really get at other than um, wheels or air or oil. But anyway, um, so that's where I'm currently at on that. Um, the middle portion, uh, everything but the front portion, the, the lifter was, there was a lot of different stuff going on in the beginning, but what I currently arrived at as the glider is the middle plate portion, which allows for the maximum um, absorbency and the level difference. Um, I found that um, really, it would be better why I like the, the metal cage and I need to do some iterations on that, which I did a little bit in the middle um, because it provides for weight that is very good for balance. But of course that is also absorbed as an initial cost in a way that I'm not sure is entirely efficient. And then, um, but it does, it is cool, you know, cause it is taking that energy and making kinetic, um, and in that split second where, where the front is launched into the air, you have quite a useful amount of weight that you could distribute. And so it does get interesting there. Uh, and the cage, the housing could be useful. Um, I found an interesting placement for the battery. I'm thinking about, you know, applying certain types of wind um, to do some tests there. But the cage was interesting. Um, for now, I've gone with the simplicity of the full glider, which is basically an, an angulation from, from front truck to back truck, which, you know, maximum, it's as good as it gets, really. Um, it leaves a little, it leaves a little room for innovation there, because I have the plate starting after a little bit of gap of wood. Um, mostly just because in tests, I found that that wasn't really an issue. Of course, I could see how it could be if you're going over extremely rough rock terrain. Um, which is something I haven't had much test with uh, other than some earlier videos, which I might go back and check out a little bit more. Um, anyway, um, so, yes, the, the glider, that angulation, that piece is the second piece that I've gotten all the way to. So I did test the metal cage, um, and also I tested the tank. So why was there a water bottle on certain tests? Um, at that point, I was looking at, um, I think water is going to be a, a major component um, just because, um, one, I'm going just off the brand of water in general, but it's always good for, us, of, good for us to have water around. And then hydraulics are essentially the very truth of everything that moves, um, no matter what it is, you know, it's almost all a, a hydraulic experiment as fluid is literally the only thing kind of that exists almost on a third dimensional level though of course time scales allow us to classify things as solids and um liquids which is weird kind of because we don't do that with a lot of other things you know like speed imagine that there was a different classification for things that moved 20 to 300 miles an hour versus things that moved 600,000 
to 40,000 miles an hour. I mean, there are kinds of classifications around that, but you just have to realize that those classifications are for our understanding, more really for our limited understanding of scale. Anyway, um, so having water, a tank on board, um, is very interesting to me. I don't like the idea of a fuel propellant, though I'm not completely against it. I'm also somewhat wary and also interested in the idea of high-pressured liquid or gas. And I've done a couple tests um, with with some high-pressure gas, really just, you know, those electron, those, uh, those keyboard dusters. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's what it was. But anyway, um, so some tests were made along those lines. Um, but where I am right now with the glider, that, that long plate, I think it's the best way to go. So as to why the videos are going viral, I'm not really sure. But I think we're at a place where we need more science, which is why I'm like, if someone else was to get these and I was to manufacture them using hot glue and some other things, and I really do prefer for you to apply these to your board with tape because any other way causes too much destruction. If you're putting screws in, you're putting clamps in, you're putting anything destructive in, you're destroying your board. Tape is a really fun way for you to like test some stuff out. Um, again, you know, wear a helmet. I've never said that before, but wear a helmet, completely suit up, you know. Um, safety is the number one thing. And I'm going to get into the suits. Actually, no, I'm going straight into the suit production after I record this podcast, I'm going to be dropping more videos about the hoverboard modifications and the tests. Um, but I have to go into um, some suit development. Um, I look forward to being able to collaborate more with people who give me great ideas. Shout out to Mr. Composition. Um, working on so much great music and, and innovating. And he has the hoverboard in his new manga, um, which you can go check out on his website, dabtroll.com. Um, but thank you guys for listening and, and hanging out. Um, if you want to support in any way financially, go buy a copy of the book Times Library. Unlike a lot of authors, I actually make a good amount of money off that book because um, I ship it myself. So, um, And I'd love to have that book in your hands. Um, and of course, I'd love to be able to invest more on this project. So that's the way to do that. Other than that, go check out the Hoverboard page on Kenya.org, which I'm sure you already have. And um, engage engage my 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 friends um leave comments reply to other people's comments also because um I'm, i don't get to get to all the comments even though i try to make time and energy for it i find it to be one of the most difficult things it's very strange because i love people um but it's hard anyway thanks for hanging out um talk to you soon and uh share more all right peace This is Kinyo HQ.